You're listening to Ed Curation, the podcast where teachers talk curriculum. We make it easier for educators to find the resources they need to create fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ed Curation, where teachers talk curriculum. And I'm excited today to have Darnell Jenkins here on the show all the way from New South Wales, Australia. Darnell is a student learning support officer at Henry Kendall High School, and he works with math students. Welcome to the show, Darnell. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me, Timory. So you're, are you new to the, to the teaching profession? Are you new working with students? Reasonably new, yeah. I've only been working at Henry Kendall High School for about two years now as a student learning support officer, and I'm currently enrolled in my third year of university doing a high school maths teaching degree. And I've also taught mathematics to years seven, nine, and 11 for four weeks as well through the university. Okay. All right. So what has drawn you to become a teacher? So I feel the best thing I like about teaching is all the different experiences, personalities, and challenges that the students bring to each and every day. I believe that the adolescent period in every young person's life is just really important and Mm -hmm. exciting for not just their physical and mental growth, but also their growth as people, individuals, and members of our society. And I feel it can be quite confronting for these students sometimes. They're trying to find how they fit in this world and discover who they are and what they want to become. So being in a position to not only witness these changes, but to also be a significant part of guiding these young people towards the best possible future for them is what I love most. And for some students, school can be purely seen as a transition from primary or middle school to further education or into the workforce. But for others, school can feel like a home away from home, a place where they can have fun and be supportive in a safe environment where they feel valued and of worth. And it's all those students, regardless of beliefs or backgrounds, that you love to see each and every day come into school. Nice and eager to learn. So Darnell, you're going to talk to us today about figure math. Tell us what you think about figure. So figure math is a really interactive and hands-on online program. And it lets both teachers and students explore and investigate like mathematical equations. And when you log into figure, you're greeted with a really to use interface. There are three different sections that you can explore and a blank canvas called the Blackboard. And the tutorial section allows you to work your way through quick start and tutorial modules show you the basic functions of figure and how you can use it. The problem section lets you work through different algebraic tools such as pre-algebra, algebra algebra 1 and algebra 2 as well as some trigonometry. Finally the blackboard section provides you with the tools and instructions to create and play with your own equations. Figure allows you to input and solve equations on a blackboard and it lets you physically drag around different parts of an equation and it helps you get an idea of how the equations work and how different mathematical processes are used in order to create different outcomes. So it's really hands-on. It gives you a really good idea of what it is you're actually doing, and it provides you with an alternate perspective as well of what you're doing. Interesting. So how did you first learn about figure math? So a few years ago, I originally saw an ad for figure on Facebook a few years back when I was in high school. And there's a phone app as well that they have, and I downloaded it and used it only a couple of times here and there. But it wasn't until I started my teaching prac through uni in March last year that I got told I would be teaching a year nine class and they were currently starting in a specific algebra topic. So I remembered figure and thought the students would enjoy and engage with it a lot. So I reached out to the figure math team and they were more than happy to let me use their computer version of figure. 
and provide them with some feedback as well because it is reasonably new and still in development. And they were very attentive to all my feedback and happy to receive it on a very regular basis. So I was able to teach the algebra topic alongside figure, keep the students engaged and focused. And since then, I've been using it in different capacities in my school between small group work and one-on-one work with students of different abilities and year levels. And just recently with everything going online, I've been able to use figure for online tutoring as well with some grade 12 math students. Do your students do all of their math work using figure or is it kind of like an add-on supplemental program that you use some of the time, but not all of the time? Yeah, it's more something that we use part of the time. Definitely when we're working on specific algebra topics, it will be something that we incorporate or trying to incorporate in most lessons. And sometimes we'll use a lesson where we'll just use figure and use some of its features. And then other lessons will still go through normal textbook or worksheets or other tasks that we have and just have figure topics. So if we're doing trig, we might still introduce it, say on a whiteboard or on a projection screen with other, whatever resource we have to do that. But then when it actually gets into questions and applying formulas, then that's when we try and bring figure back into it just to give kids a, another perspective of what it is that they're doing. And what do you think you've, you have been able to achieve using figure that you wouldn't have been able to achieve without it? I feel that figure has allowed me to provide students with the opportunity to engage in a lot of different learning styles that they wouldn't have usually if they hadn't been using figure. Because figure lets students be able to visualize what it is they're doing. It also lets them hear what they're doing because figure has audio cues for different steps you do. And when you go through and answer a question, it's very kinesthetic in a sense that it lets you physically move, drag and manipulate different equations. And this is not something that students would typically get from a worksheet that they were just sitting in front of with typical pen and paper. And mm-hmm. as well as that, I feel like the students that would normally just sit down, always have a worksheet every lesson would then be a lot more engaged with something that was different, something that used technology. So they would be more inclined to engage with what I had there with figure and they'd be more interested in the tasks that we were doing. Darnell, was it difficult for you to learn how to incorporate the figure tools and learning opportunities into your kind of regular teaching routine? Initially it was, yeah, not due to figure, but due to the students having or having the idea of we come in, we sit down, we learn something on the whiteboard, and then we do some worksheets or textbook questions, which unfortunately necessarily isn't the best way to teach, but Mm -hmm. it does get the job done. So trying to incorporate this into a classroom was a little bit of a slow process, sort of just beginning to be me demonstrating on the front of the whiteboard the different features of figure and using them once students had worked through some problems just on a normal pen and paper, then I'd go through and show them on figure so they'd have a bit of an idea of something that's alternate and another way of looking at what they were doing. And then for some of the schools that I've been at as well, it hasn't always been the easiest thing to get technology or laptops to every class and every student as many lessons as we can between other people wanting to use them, of course, in the time it takes to log on and everything like that. So sometimes I haven't always been able to give the students the opportunity to use Figure, but that's where I've had to just incorporate it as much as I can. And then once we used it for a little while and for a couple of weeks, and then they got a little bit more used to it and 
they got a little bit more hands-on. So how long do you think it took you to feel proficient in incorporating this more hands-on visual audio and kinesthetic way of learning algebra with your students? How long do you think it, it took you to become proficient at incorporating this powerful tool? In terms of being able to incorporate it into the classroom, I definitely had to have my own head wrapped around how to use figure and all its different features. And because it has a preset tutorial and quick start modules, I was able to go through those in only about 20 minutes. And that gave me a pretty decent idea of most of the features in figure and sort of how to use them, how to demonstrate them and how to use them to go through the different processes of the questions that we're doing in the classroom. And the rest of figure I went through in my own time in, in a few hours, I was able to go through pretty much the whole program, go through all the problem sets, all the different features that were there and explore those for myself and just have a better idea of everything there sort of was to figure so that way I could better demonstrate and show that to the students. And then because it's also still in development, they're also developing lots of new tools. So there's always constantly something there, something new that I can go over and show the students as well. So I'd say in terms of learning how to use figure, it probably wouldn't take much more than a day. And in terms of incorporating it into my classrooms, anywhere between about a week to a couple of weeks, just for the students to get used to it, understand how to use it, the different features involved, and then bring it into sort of their daily or weekly routines. And so since you're not using this 100% of the time, you're using it as kind of to enhance their learning, in a given week, how much time would you say that imagining that you were in an environment where students did have a device all the time, which we all know isn't, isn't always reality, but, but what would be ideal? Would you use it, would you use it once a week, three times a week? What, what do you imagine? Ideally, I'd probably say maybe eight out of 10 mass lessons in a week. I'd probably want to use figure. Definitely, of course, like I was saying, in the algebra topics, that's where it most shines, but there isn't really a math topic that we would go through that wouldn't use equations or formulas. And that's something where it would be great if we could always just have the opportunity to have it up next to us while we're doing work or something that I might just quickly pull up on the projector screen and put an equation up or double check a question. So if we had the opportunity to technologically wise, then about, yeah, eight out of 10 lessons, I'd probably want to use it. And so what have you been able to achieve using figure that you wouldn't have been able to achieve otherwise that makes it so valuable 80% of the time? So it's definitely the skills that are incorporated in practice when using figure in a classroom. So it's 21st century skills that are really important for the students in life outside of school. And it's providing kids with that opportunity to practice and exercise those skills because it's something that typically they wouldn't normally do explicitly in a classroom if they were just working on with pen and paper on a worksheet. They're not getting those higher order skills where they're creating and they're evaluating what it is they actually need to be doing. And that's another great thing about figure is that it focuses less on getting a particular answer or having to be right all the time and just focuses on the students exploring these different mathematical concepts and these different equations and how they actually work together. So it's more investigating these kinds of things and giving students a better understanding of what it is they're doing and how the mathematics actually works in the classroom and how to apply these skills that they just learned and practice in the wider world as well. 
Interesting. It sounds like a whole nother level of math that probably when I was in school a long, long, long time ago, we we were never afforded the opportunity to think about math kind of in this higher order level. It's exciting. And so do the students like it? Overall, I do think they like it. I think because it's more of an assistive program, like I've been saying, there it did take a little while to get into the classroom, but it was a very gentle transition as well. It wasn't something that this is going to change everything that you've just been doing and learning. It was just something that could help them. So they were more inclined and excited to try it because it could help them and provide them with something different to Mm -hmm. what they would typically say is a boring lesson or something that they just do all the time. So that was the main way that the students were initially engaged and Mm -hmm. were happy to incorporate it into what they were doing. And then once they were able to see the kinds of things that figure could do and how that was helping them, then they found it really fun. And it was something that they wanted to sort of spend more time on and explore because they definitely felt a reduction in like the math anxiety that would sometimes feel in a classroom where they wouldn't really want to contribute or they want to, wouldn't want to put their hand up because they might think they were going to be wrong all the time. But because like I was saying, figure doesn't really focus on that. They were just able to look at the mathematics behind things without that fear. Darnell, do you think using figure with your students has made you a better teacher? Yeah, overall, I do think it has. I think mainly because of the skills that I've developed in being able to recognise the different 21st century skills that the students are using and how important these are in a classroom is the main thing that has made me a better teacher because it's provided me with a different perspective of how young people think and the different processes of thinking that they go through when solving a problem. And then this in turn allows the students to implement these skills more. And that way, if they're exercised in an environment that's safe, an environment where they can get help, then it's definitely going to strengthen these different skills and these knowledge pathways. And that'll definitely help them in the future, which I think is one of the most important things. So as the students are working with figure on their device, are they working individually or in partners or in teams? How do you set it up? So typically for a task, I might say put a bunch of questions on the board, some algebra questions, and I ask the students to use figure to input and solve them. And because figure is so versatile, everyone's still going to be sitting like next to one of their peers typically. And if it's a lesson where they have devices and they're using figure in this sense, then they have the chance to either use it individually or in small groups or just pairs with the students around them. So they'll typically begin by sort of starting to set it up, input the equations themselves, which once for the students that I've used it with a little bit more and they've gotten used to the different features and the basic functions, then they've been able to input these equations and start to solve them themselves. And then if they get stuck or if they want to check how they went and whether or not they got the right answer, they can ask the people around them and say, oh, this is what I did. What did you do? Or they might have gotten to a step where they've started to try and solve the equation, but it's gotten something to really messy. And they're like, I don't really know what I've done. So they might ask someone else around them and say, oh, what was the first thing that you did? So it sort of begins as being an individual task where they can start to explore themselves. But then it also lets them use it with those around them as well to get a different idea of how they went about solving a problem. Because there isn't always just necessarily one way to solve the problem. And all the students can have a different idea of how they might go about solving it and how they would get to a particular answer. 
And what are you doing as they're working on these problems in this way? So to begin with, I usually just walk around the class and make sure that all the students are still able to input all the equations themselves into the Blackboard section. I make sure that they're able to get started. They have a reasonable idea of the different functions or remember how they would go about solving a problem. I usually have about six or eight questions ranging in difficulties so that pretty much all the students would be able to start with a basic question, input it into figure and go about solving it, which might only take about one or two steps. So just practicing those sort of basic fundamental algebra skills that they might learn in grade seven or eight if we're using it with a grade nine or 10 class. Mm. And then I have some more advanced ones there that might incorporate not just specific algebra topic functions, but maybe something from some of the other topics as well. Like I might have a trig question there and I might ask them to solve that if it's say towards the end of a year when they've learned a little bit more. And then for those students that get a bit stuck or if they're not quite sure, I can come around and help them individually one-on-one. But if I feel like most of the class is sort of struggling with a question or if they're all really struggling how to start, then I'll bring figure up at the front of the room on the projection screen. And then I'll show them inputting the equation, show them and talk to them how I'd go about solving them. And then they can see exactly what I've done to go through and solve an equation. So it can help them understand how they can start solving the equations. And then once most of the students get through most of the questions, then I can get the students to either come up and show all the other students on the projector screen at the start and explain it, which I feel is a really good way for the students to learn as well, not just from their peers, but through being able to teach their peers as well, which I think is one of the greatest ways to consolidate one's knowledge. I love it. And so can you share any particular story of success that, that you've had using figure to teach algebra? Yeah, definitely. So most of the times, just those students that you typically see stay pretty quiet in the class or stick to themselves at the back and sort of just work through the work that you provide in front of them. Or even the students that you typically see would want to talk a lot, socialize with their friends in class, or maybe think they're too cool to do tasks. But with figure, because it's, again, something that is there to help them. And it's also there in a sense of reducing this fear of not being able to be wrong at all. And it's just about exploring what they're doing. It's those students that you sort of see go, huh, that's actually pretty cool. And then sit down and look at it and work through what they're doing. But there is one particular year 12 student that I've worked with for over the past year for their mathematics. And they were struggling with it a fair bit. They were beginning to fall behind in their class because they just didn't understand initially. And then because of the pace of how the current curriculum syllabi I set out, they couldn't really catch up and then was just getting inundated with all the extra work that they were doing. So I was beginning to work with them and try and catch them up, but it was at a very slow rate. So then once I was able to get access to figure and I was able to use this to help them, they were definitely able to fill in the gaps in their knowledge where they were unable just to develop and pull together all these different algebraic techniques and how to input an equation and how to use that equation to go from A to B and to actually solve a problem, which I feel like was the main area where they were falling behind because algebra is used in pretty much every math topic. So because they didn't have those opportunities to develop those skills initially, that's an area where they were really falling behind. And then Mm -hmm. after we came back over the summer holidays or I suppose your winter holidays, they eagerly came in and saw me first thing, first morning 
And they said in their final year exams, they'd gotten higher marks than they ever had before. They were moving up ranks within their class and their cohort. And overall, they were just much happier because they weren't stressed about not doing well in school and then what that would look like after school and then trying to catch up and all their other subjects. So it was just great to see that. Oh, it's so inspiring. I know that, you know, the, the math anxiety, it's a real thing. And I was definitely one of those students that would have been quiet in the back of the math class. I ended up majoring in English and becoming an English teacher. So I would have been one of those students. And I was excited when I learned about figure and figure math because of this ability to practice maybe with you, even with in partners and not be able to get the problem wrong. It's like a whole different way of tackling math and, and learning it. It's just super exciting. So what teachers would you recommend check this out? So definitely any math teachers of any grades from seven to 12. I think it's definitely something that can be incorporated into any lesson. You just have to have a bit of creativity and the Figure is very versatile, so it definitely has the opportunity and the chances there if you're willing to explore it enough. But because it's so versatile, it can still go beyond the math classroom. Like if there were any junior science classes that were doing any experiments, they could definitely use different equations to input and show just the math side of things, just to help them through that process of connecting the two subjects. It could even be used in any PE classes whenever they're working on, say, heart rate, body mass index, blood alcohol content, that kind of thing. They're all using equations as well. So it's really important, again, to bridge those gaps between those two. And then it can figure can even be used all the way up to, say, a grade 12 physics class. And if they're working on projectile motion, So you can input your own equations and use them in that sense. But there are actually a couple of projectile motion questions already on figure as well. So it does have some there that a teacher might at the start or an end of a projectile motion topic, they can pull these problems up and give students a different way of thinking about things and more so thinking about the mathematics behind what it is they're actually doing, which helps consolidate their knowledge immensely. And Darnell, you originally heard about Figure through Facebook. And were you able to get your the school where you're working to purchase a subscription? Are other teachers in the school using it? Are you the only one? How, how did that all work? So originally, because I had reached out to Figure to use it on my prac at another school, I was the only one originally using it when I went back to the school that I was working at. And then Because, again, figure is still more in its development stage and it's used in a couple of pilot schools, they let me show it to other teachers and they let me use, say, the login that they'd provided to me to give to other teachers and for them to start to use it in their classrooms as well. So once we got to the stage where a couple of teachers were using it, then it was at a stage where it was felt somewhat like the norm of the different classes. So at this stage, we were able to use it for free again because it's like still in a pilot stage and it's still in its developmental stage. But it does now have the opportunity for students as well to put in their school emails and log into Figure through like their program hyperlink that they use to access mm-hmm. this program. Mm-hmm. And they're able to use Figure for free, which just has a few limited features. It doesn't quite have all the problems on it, but it still has all the basic functions on there. It still has the Blackboard feature where they can input all their own equations. So they are able to use it for free. 
but we do have to reach out to figure first to inquire about this and get access to it originally. It sounds like you've got a really strong resource for teaching math and specifically algebra and some of these other mathematical concepts, but is there any other resource that you might be looking for that's not figure, but something else that would make your teaching easier, would make your teaching of math easier, or, or anything else about your job easier if you had a particular resource? Because here at Ed Curation, we curate instructional resources that are innovative and helpful to teachers and students, and just wondering if there's something else that you or your school is looking for at this time. So me personally, I'm very passionate about problems, puzzles, and riddles. Obviously, Being from a mathematical background, I feel like these kinds of things are definitely great for alternative ways of thinking and something that students typically don't exercise when they're trying to use out-of-the-box thinking. And these puzzles and riddles that I've used in my classes from different times to time really engage the students because it's something that isn't necessarily based on mathematics or a particular topic, but something that just uses, say, real-world thinking and problem-solving but in an alternate way. So I've collected a lot of different sort of little riddles and logic puzzles and that kind of thing over the year that I incorporate into classroom. But it'd be great for a company to produce a resource specifically based for, say, schools and teachers and students that have these different riddles on them, that give them explanations, give them hints, and also give them solutions as well because there's something that the students really enjoy doing and it's building these skills as well. Darnell, I love that. You're the first educator who's ever asked me for that kind of a resource in in the time that I've been building EdCuration. And honestly, I don't know if I have that product at EdCuration. I don't believe that we do, but I'm going to start looking for it and see if I can't connect you with a program or some sort of solution or resource that could put these kind of puzzles and riddles easily in your hand so that it seems like it'd be like a nice little you know, 10 minutes if you have leftover at the end of class or maybe before a holiday or something, a fun way to kind of do something different with yeah, students. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Darnell. It was really interesting. I enjoyed talking to someone from Australia and, and learning that you all are working towards the same educational goals that we're working toward here in the United States, which is making students self-sufficient and highly skilled with the kinds of skills that they need for the 21st century, like creativity and problem solving, and that you found a, a really great tool to help you with that in math. Thank you so much for sharing today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Timory. It's been great talking. Thank you for listening to Ed Curation. We hope you learned something today about a curriculum resource that produces fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Check out edcuration.com to find out more. That's E-D-C-U-R-A-T-I-O-N dot com.